Hey everyone, and thank you for joining us for episode 17 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. I am Morgan Edwards, and joining with me, as ever, is the Bucky's favourite for the next quarterback of the Washington football team. It's Ryan Hines. If you've ever seen me throw a football or American football, it doesn't go well. <laughs> Does it not? No, I've only tried once uh, when I was trying out for the uh, football team here. And um, yeah, I like threw it back and it was it was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> can't be worse than Dwayne Haskins though, I guess. Can it, it can't be. I, I don't know why they'd um, go back to him, to be honest. Uh, surely there's someone better than him <laughs> at Washington. Yeah, I mean, obviously that is the news then that... Uh... They've uh, they've released him, haven't they? They've released yeah. Dwayne Haskins, the Washington football team. Probably last means, night or yesterday sometime. Yeah, probably means that Alex Smith is around for, for next week. You'd hope so. And <laughs> even uh, you'd have to get a wide receiver at the quarterback like the Broncos would otherwise. Oh gosh, imagine. <laughs> no, um, I, I reckon Alex Smith because he only had like a strained calf, like a, yeah. it, or whatever it was. It wasn't anything. Wasn't anything major, so I imagine and he he'll sat be back. two games out, so he should be fine. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, how you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, had a nice Christmas. Uh, how mm. was your Christmas? Yeah, it was. It was good. Same as everyone's, I think. Nice but yeah. quiet. Didn't really get up to much. Plenty of American football to keep us entertained. Oh, the American football this year. We have been treated. Father Christmas has uh, treated us all season, really. <laughs> You're definitely right. I mean, that Christmas Day game, though, 52-33 to the Saints against the Vikings. Oh, what a game. Kamara is the best running back in the league. Um, one of the stats, is he got six rushing touchdowns. Um, was it six rushing or just six touchdowns? I think it was six rushing, yeah. Yeah, he got six rushing touchdowns, and that's the tied most in NFL history. Tied with um, one of the uh, first Hall of Famers in 1929. Mm. Jeez, it's a long-standing record. Yeah, nearly a hundred years, bro. That's insane. That's yeah. absolutely insane. And like, I saw a meme that was like the only person that stopped uh, Alvin Kamara getting a seventh touchdown was uh, Sean Payton. <laughs> the Saints <laughs> well, coach. Because yeah. yeah. Taysom Hill got a touchdown, didn't he? Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure like a rushing touchdown. So they could have given that to Alvin Kamara and he could have broken the record. But I mean... yeah, absolutely mad. The Saints just dominated that game. Uh, the Vikings put up 33 points, which is still decent. But mm. when you've got Kamara and you've got Breeze, I mean, it, when it works, it really works. And obviously it really works. 52 points is mad. I think it was like a must win for, for the Saints. We'd lost mm. two on the bounce now. I think this is such a big statement game, especially because of how we typically perform against the Vikings. Like, if I recall correctly, in the last three years, we've played the Vikings twice in the playoffs and we've yeah. lost both times. And they're kind of a, you know, one of those being the Minneapolis miracle, yeah. which I'm still like haunted by to this day. I know you were, uh, I remember you saying that you're a bit scared playing the Vikings because stuff like that happens. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think the Vikings played awfully either. They no. obviously to put up 30 points against Saints defense, they, must, they were all right. Um, but the Saints were just on another level offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just mad. Yeah, no doubt about it. What a, what a way to start the Christmas set of games, what wasn't it? But, I mean, way. We had three games on Boxing Day as well, didn't we? Mm. Which we were very much treated to. Um, the first one was a big scoring one as well. It was Lions-Buccaneers. 47 points on the Lions <laughs> by the Buccaneers. Oh, you've got to feel from them there. It is crazy. Um, but the Lions again, uh, is Matt Stafford out? I think he's back now. Was he back for that game? I don't think he was back, or at least he didn't finish the game out. But I guess if you're 47 points down, or mm. 42, or 40 points down, yeah. you're not going to win. Because um, they uh, they benched Brady towards the end as well, because there's mm-hmm. no point in getting him injured for the mm-hmm. postseason. Um, I think that's the books we were all expecting, those that high-scoring offence, um, Antonio Brown and uh, Gronk. Gronk, was it one or two touchdowns? Uh, just the one, I think. But uh, it was kind of mad, wasn't it? Because yeah. Evans, Godwin, Brown and Gronk all had a touchdown each. Like The yeah, first four crazy. touchdowns were just from four different receivers. And it, uh, insane. Their running backs were quiet, but their receivers like made the way. So Yeah, I think Ronald Jones was injured, wasn't he? So they yeah. were just relying on... Um, on well, they didn't even play Fournette that much. They, um, no. It was, it was a lot of 30 that got a lot of the snaps. I, can't, I don't know what his name is. LaShawn McCoy, wasn't it? Was it LaShawn McCoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. So. Maybe, yeah. He's kind of a weird build, isn't he, Sean McCoy? Like he's so yeah, big, yeah. but he can't, his legs can't really keep up with it. I no, find. Yeah. 
Um, I think so it's a quiet like, game in terms of running backs. Mm. Well, I mean, they still destroy the Lions without running backs, essentially, <laughs> yeah, don't they? Exactly. Which is kind of a kind of embarrassing for them. But they've clinched the playoff berth for the first time since two thousand and seven. It'll be interesting to see how they um, go into the postseason. Obviously, Brady being very experienced in postseason, but the rest of the team around him um, don't know if they've ever been in the pre- uh, postseason. Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually. I mean, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, they've been there a long time. Uh, Antonio yeah, Brown Gronk and Gronk have. will have, yeah. Yeah, but then um, the defence and um, offensive linemen, um, since 2007, they've probably changed their roster completely. So mm, it, it yeah. will be interesting to see how they handle that the pressure of postseason, yeah, if they very can much perform so. in the de- on the day. But obviously, I mean, not to not to spoil the playoff picture that we yeah, got coming along later. <laughs> but um, they're they're up into fifth now. So uh, mm. you know, uh, avid listeners of this show or anyone who's following the NFL right now knows that the fifth seed, if you're going to be a World Cup, <laughs> the fifth seed is the one you want to be in. Um, but yeah. more on that later, I think. Uh, I just I just feel bad for Matt Stafford. I think he deserves a better team around him. Mm. Well, doesn't have an awful team, but it's just not working. Whatever it is, it's not working. They just don't have a defense today as well. No, like, they don't. and the um, thing is, the week before the offense was clicking so much. Like Marvin Jones got like two touchdowns last week. Yeah, didn't he? I think it was. And when like Con- Kenny Galladay is in, it really works for them. Mm-hmm. Especially their week they sacked Matt Patricia, didn't they get the win? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was a decent win. But um, yeah, since then again, it's just not working. So it's obviously more to do with the team around Matt Stafford had not as much to do with the coaching mm, yeah definitely one of the other games in on that boxing day then was the uh, the Cardinals 49ers a, a divisional matchup there are lots of divisional matchups this week uh, as mm. they usually are towards the end of the season kind of a kind of a weird game I think the 49ers just showing that they're not there to do anything other than upset it for everyone else essentially <laughs> yeah. this season they, they just won't go down quietly and George Kittle was back and you saw the mm-hmm. uh, the impact he had immediately he's an amazing um, tight end he's one of the best in the league when he's not injured it's unfortunate he was out for so long but uh, you saw the impact he had in the game coming back and then yeah they just they just didn't make it easy for Kyler Murray at all um, mm-hmm. it was a close game but somehow the 49ers got got the win yeah 20 points to 12 uh, the Cardinals now on 8 and 7 you know they're they're teetering on the edge of uh, being in and out of that wild card spot again which mm. we'll get to later four signers on, on 6 and out and are ruled out of, of the playoffs so again just showing that you know they're not there but to do anything other than just uh, kind of mess it up for everyone else but I mean yeah. you're going to be playing for these victories no matter where you are in the, in, in the league yeah, definitely. And I think it's uh, the 49ers, it's their time to still prove to everyone that they've still got it. Like, even though they got the injuries, they got, um, well, they got just injuries. Mm. Um, they can still be a very decent Cardinals team on it uh, coming into this, who are on 7-7, seven and seven, which is very decent. Oh, no, they were 8-6, and um, six, weren't they? 8-6, mm-hmm. yeah. They're a very decent team, um, young team. But Nick Mullins, he, he didn't, he's been all right. Um, is he going to be starting over Jimmy G? I don't think wasn't it CJ Beatard that played this week though over was Nick it? Mullins? Uh, I think so. Or maybe maybe both played. I don't know. CJ Beatard definitely played. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Mullins had a nice run um, and trucked somebody and got the first down. But mm. it'll be interesting to see who is the quarterback next year then. Cause, um, yeah, I'd still say it's Jimmy G. I mean, mm. he's still. We had um, Ben on a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? And he was kind of reminding yeah. us that. Jimmy G's still quite young, isn't he? We're kind of considering him as this, this quite old quarterback, but he's yeah. still got plenty of years left in the league, hasn't he? But wasn't um, he out with a, isn't he out with a shoulder injury? Yeah, Jimmy G's out, isn't he? Um yeah. for, for, it, for the rest of the season. I don't know which shoulder it is, but um it'll be it'll be interesting to see if his shoulder is the same, obviously, because mm. you need your shoulder just oh, even more than your legs in a quarterback position. So hopefully it wasn't his um, main shoulder and hopefully it'll come back and uh, kind of continue that Super Bowl run he had last year yeah fingers crossed then and uh, talking about continuing form Lamar Jackson is is back to his best and is still playing in the, still is, playing that is. way yeah um, the Ravens just completely outclassed us there, there's no no kind of we couldn't get anything from it yeah, yeah. we got, we did good to get two touchdowns but um, yeah it was a Ravens display of strength more than anything yeah, well, Lamar was, uh... Jackson displays. <laughs> Very true. That was twenty-seven, thirteen, wasn't it? Uh, the mm-hmm. Ravens against the Giants. Ravens are now on ten and five. Won the last four in the row. In a row, I think it is. Yeah. is it f- I think it's four in a row. Um, the Giants still kind of in contention again, as we'll get to th- that later. Um, but I, I, Lamar Jackson, I love the way he runs. I feel like he yeah. just like glides his way through players. Like he's kind of like 
his body's so like calm, but his legs are just just going crazy. Yeah, it's really nice to watch him play just because he's such a. Even though we've had loads of um, Russian quarterbacks that can throw the ball and do and um, run the ball, it's just nice to see him do it because it, he's so unique when he does it. His arm mm-hmm. is his arm strength is incredible. The way his feet move, the way he just dodges in and out of players, it's so hard to defend. Um, and even against this Giants defense. Uh, We've been saying the the Giants' defense isn't a bad. Uh, it's not bad, but Lamar Jackson just completely undid undid us, and um, the wide receivers completely undid us, and it was it was just a show of just complete strength and dominance mm. from the Ravens. Um, I don't think this, this score line properly reflects how well they played. I, I really no. I was really impressed with how they played. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I've got a question for you. Shoot. What do you think of Hollywood Brown as like as a number one wide receiver? Because he is the number one wide receiver for Ravens, Ravens right? They've got him he and is. Des Bryant. Like, yeah. What do you think of him as a number one wide receiver? In terms of number one wide receivers in um, other teams around the league, like you got Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. He's not. He's not a top caliber like that. He no. is. He can make those plays when um, they need him, which was we saw last week. Um, I think it was when. Uh, Lamar Jackson came on um, like with two minutes left and he just threw it to Hollywood Brown so mm-hmm. I think he's he is a decent um, wide receiver but I wouldn't say he's he is number one but obviously he is number one um, I think yeah. the uh, tight ends there um, kind of make take the pressure off of mm. uh, Hollywood Brown being the number one especially with Mark Andrews one of the best in the league yeah, and I'd now say... Des Bryant is there yeah. um He's, I don't think Des Bryant will be number one, but it'll be interesting to see if they can um, get a get a good wide receiver. Because I think there's plenty of like top wide receivers in other teams that could come into the Ravens and be mm. the number one. So we were just talking about the Bucks earlier, weren't we? And you know they've yeah. got th- what AJ no uh, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, um, and Mike Evans. I think mm. out of those three, Chris Godwin's the least. The, like most out of favour in the Bucks right now because he was phenomenal under last season with um, Jameis Winston, wasn't he? But yeah. Mike Evans has been the one, and and Mike Evans has been the one with that connection with Brady, and then obviously Brady wanted to bring Antonio Brown in. If I were kind of if I were Chris Godwin, I would be thinking about a move to somewhere like the Ravens because he'd be the standout number one, like out and out wide number one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Hollywood Brown. He's only going to get better. I think it's his is it his second, second season? season. I think yeah. yeah. And Des Bryant's there. He's a veteran. Um, and then you got uh, Chris Godwin there. I think that would be pretty pretty good. What other wide receivers have we got out there? I think maybe Julio Jones. You know, I want. I don't want him mm. to stay at the Falcons because they're ne- they're not going to win a championship anytime soon. Whereas yeah. this Ravens young team definitely yeah. could. That's really so, interesting, actually, because obviously I'd say Calvin Ridley's the number one wide receiver there now, isn't he? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, well, I'd like to see either of them. I don't think anyone staying at the Falcons is going <laughs> to... Yeah. If you want to win championships, uh, you're going to have to go to a team with a young quarterback or just a good quarterback. And I, I would love to... I, I said it a few weeks ago, I'd love to see Antonio Brown leave the... Uh, not Antonio Brown, sorry, uh, Julio Jones leave the Falcons just because... Um, he's such a he's a good he's one of the best wide receivers in the league or was one of the best if not the best wide receivers in the league a couple of years back mm-hmm. and he's just wasting his career at the Falcons I'm sorry for any Falcons listeners there but <laughs> you're, not, you're not winning the championship anytime soon and um, I'd yeah, love to like... see him somewhere better yeah, I agree. It's not like it's just a quick fix in that they need a new quarterback because Matt Ryan is probably one of the best players on that Falcons team. You know, yeah, it's, there's something easily. else wrong with the Falcons. But I mean, we can't be too critical because they gave the Chiefs a run for their money this week. They did. I, I'm not sure what was happening with the Chiefs, though. I don't know if the Chiefs played badly. I don't know. But... Uh, they didn't make it easy for themselves, did they? Uh, uh, the Chiefs won 17-14 to 14 with the Falcons, but they were trailing most of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was uh, they were yeah they were losing, weren't they? And then yeah. I kind of said to you that you know they'll on that last drive they'll get a touchdown because yeah I was a got... bit I was just a bit skeptical <laughs> when you've got Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey like anything is possible and then Tyreek I kind of Hill, said to you yeah Miko Hardman uh, Edwards Lear yeah I just said to you yeah they'll, they'll get a touchdown this one and there's like Travis Kelsey Travis Kelsey Travis Kelsey and then yeah. Travis Kelsey touchdown or whatever it was to finish it off yeah. insane. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. He's um. I remember seeing some stats. He's second all time in most of um stats like receiving touchdowns stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember who was first, but he's not playing anymore. So 
he's on like he's on form to um, become the top tight end in NFL history, which and it, he's been lucky, pitch word to not have an injury um, like Kittle has and um, just kind of take a season away from him. But Travis Kelsey is amazing. Yeah, I, I know the know the one you're talking about. It was um, Travis Kelsey's like second in receptions and reception receiving yards, isn't he for Kansas yeah. City? But yeah. the person who's in first was also a tight end, showing that they know how to <laughs> know how to use tight ends over there in Kansas City. Yeah, definitely. Uh, don't know that the Falcons have much hope at the moment. They no, keep I'd... blowing leads. Yeah, I think there's something a bit fundamentally wrong with the Falcons. And we've been saying it this whole time, but yeah. I mean, talking about teams that have, uh, you know, improved from right. being <laughs> fundamentally wrong. The Jets, oh, honestly, right? I love the Jets. I think they're my second oh favourite team. The Jets, man. Super Bowl 2022. I'm telling you, right? The Jets are going to be there. You, you go from Jets that suck consecutively for like 10 episodes now. You love the Jets. It's oh, amazing. Man. I just love it, the Jets. What was I the don't score, know why. What was the score? It was 23-16. They beat the Browns, man. They the beat Browns. the Browns. Browns. And it wasn't even like they didn't deserve that win. They actually deserved this win. You yeah. Know? And last week they deserved the win. Exactly. The two wins on the bounce now. <laughs> Sam Donald, maybe it works benching your young quarterback and then t- bringing him back into the end of the season because it's worked with the Jets, it's worked with um, the, the Bears. Bears. <laughs> so um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, but, Sam, yeah, Sam Donald, he played pretty well. He's playing for his career right now, isn't he? That's, yeah, that's got to be what it is. He is. And um, his connection with Jameson uh, is Jameson Crowder, isn't it? Is it, yeah, is it Jameson? Yeah. And, is that his um, first name? Yeah. Yeah, Jameson Crowder. Yeah. And they've got that young, is it Perriman, Rashad? Perriman, I like Rashad Perriman, yeah. yeah. And Mims is, Mims is all right, but yeah, I like Perriman, right. and I think Crowder's a, a decent one as well. Yeah. Whether it's going to be Donald playing for playing for a seat next year and then from to revert back to being bad next year when <laughs> Jets have inevitably now missed out on Trevor Lawrence in the draft, I don't know. Yeah. Might have been an actual you know mess up by them on, on their half. But, I mean, you got to play each game to win it you can't you can't just throw the throw games off just because of no, future future seasons but i'm a jets fan now i've decided <laughs> Saints, it's exciting jets. it's exciting yeah. the browns um i can't even remember how they played it wasn't that long ago but i think they, nick chubb he, he was playing pretty well um, mm-hmm. but the jets just obviously outplayed them and that's yeah. the that's one of the biggest shocks this season or this this week um the saints winning 52 to uh, 33 bucks winning 47 to 7. The Jets winning. Insane. Absolutely insane. Any any time the Jets win, it's going to be the talk of the season, <laughs> which is, it only happens a couple of times. Only happens twice. But I mean, talking about things that uh, I guess happen all the time, then another loss for the Jags. Yeah. Uh, Mike Glennon was back, I think, in, in mm. the quarterback. Uh, they've obviously benched Min- Minchu. Uh, but Mitch Trubisky. That's the thing. Mitch that Trubisky. is the story. What what struck me for this game, right, is that when Trubisky plays well, the Bears are kind of a complete team. Mm. Because if you think about it, at running back, they've got David Montgomery, who is and playing his best season yeah, of his career. You've got Alan Robinson playing the best season of his career. Mm-hmm. You've got Jimmy Graham still, you know, still kicking, still, yeah, still a he's, solid he's tight end. well decent. And then when you've got Trubisky throwing the ball to them uh, uh, with a defence that actually can hold their own, you know, not perfect, but can still hold their own. Yeah. That's why the Bears are 8-7 and seven right now. It's crazy. Um, obviously, Nick Foles, is, he, I love Nick Foles, but he wasn't <laughs> the answer. He got them He got them quite far, but he wasn't the answer. Yeah. And um, Mitch Trubisky stepped up to the plate. It's uh, the same as um, Sam Darnold. He, he's playing for his seat and... Um, when you got that pressure on you, it's not a nice pressure to have, but either makes or breaks you. And um, yeah, in this exactly. case, it makes you. Um, got that win, a, a very convincing win. I know it's against the Jags, but uh, you got to take every win you got. And when you want to win, and when you win in forty-one to seventeen, you're obviously doing something very right. And as you said, it's a it's a more complete team now um, when Mitch Trubisky is in. Hopefully, uh, we'll see if he wins next week. But yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I mean, Chicago have scored thirty plus points in four straight games now for the first time since nineteen sixty-five. I think Mitch Trubisky has been playing in all of those games. I think, if I if I'm right, uh, maybe Nick Foles played one of them, the first win, maybe um, or first first game where they scored thirty plus points. But insane! It's just yeah. a turnaround. One of the talks of the season is the Bears played. I don't know. The Bears were doing well in terms of yeah, wins, but not performances. Five. Did they go five and zero or five and one? They went. 
Yeah, five and zero. Oh, I think it was six yeah. and one, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. And then they went six and six, and now they're on eight and seven. So it's something crazy like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a complete turnaround. Absolutely complete. Yeah, um, I mean Jags are poor. Um, they they'll are. improve next year. No? They 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 guaranteed that number one seed, number yeah. one pick in, in the draft in, in the spring. So uh, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence has got to be that pick for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, would you want to see Minshew stay in the league? Um, why not? You know, he's not <laughs> he's not a bad dude. He's not a bad he's player. Um, uh, where where's he going though? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Broncos. Yeah, I I think the Broncos need a bit more of a concrete answer than Minshew yeah. though. I don't Make know. the Broncos then. See if he can fit. <laughs> I think Minshew might just be a backup that floats around rather than yeah. a number one, you know, um, yeah. kind of like a Jameis scenario. Like he's not bad, but he's not perfect either. You don't trust him to see it home. But um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, should we uh, should we talk some touchdowns, Kay? Let's talk some touchdowns, Mark. All right. You're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by Kay Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards. Okay, it's that time of the week where Kay and I talk about our favourite touchdowns for the week. Uh, Kay, do you want to go first or shall I? I'll let you go first, Morgan. Okay. and uh, from me. Yeah, thank you very much, mate. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so I did have a couple of uh, a couple of uh, contenders, didn't I? Mm. But slight confession, I noticed as we were about to record that I hadn't watched the Cowboys-Eagles highlights. So I whacked that on, didn't I, before we started yeah. recording, and I actually got a new favourite touchdown of the week from that, so... This was Jalen Hurts one Jalen Hurts eighty one yard pass to Deshaun Jackson for the Eagles second touchdown of the game. Um, I think was that Deshaun Jackson's first touchdown of the season. I think because he's think been injured so, the yeah. whole time, isn't he? Yeah. But it was such a typical Deshaun Jackson touchdown. Really, he was just sprinting just directly down <laughs> down the pitch, just lobbed it over his head, beat his defender, and then ran in for the touchdown. And I think Jalen Hurts again still proving that he's that he is a talent. And uh, Deshaun Jackson now now they, there's some more weapons available for Jalen Hurts, um, proving that some quality touchdowns can be made. Yeah, definitely. It was a really nice recent touchdown. If you haven't oh uh, passing touchdown, sorry. If mm. you haven't seen that, definitely go watch it. What about yours then, Kay? I do have a few, to be fair. Um, mm. Cam Newton had a nice uh, rushing touchdown. Um, I think it was one of the only. I think it was the only touchdown the Patriots scored. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! And then Josh Allen had a nice scrambling touchdown. He was. Um, he had to run out of the pocket, and there wasn't anyone open. He had to make some time for a receiver to get open. I think he threw it to Diggs mm-hmm. um, in the end zone, and it was really nice just kind of watching him scramble and then uh, take that pressure off of him and just get enough room to play the ball i think one of my favorite ones is um tannahill's rushing mm. touchdown i think it was about 45 yards yeah. and he had the amount of space um daniel jones had back in the uh, <laughs> week whatever and he, he was able to run uh all the way and get a touchdown it was really nice to see uh, just that rushing touchdown from a quarterback i love uh ryan tannahill he was a surprise last um spoiler alert but yeah i think yeah. that was um that was mine I think yeah. One. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a bit more analysis on that game later on in our, in our predictions for the week, won't we? But um, that was actually my that was my uh, touchdown for the week until I found that yeah. Deshaun Jackson one. Yeah, it was a nice <laughs> touchdown. It was kind of a taking charge of of yeah. the situation. Tannehill just... can really run, you know. Yeah. When same, he gets same his... with Allen. Yeah. When when they get going, they're yeah. uh, the dangerous players to to stop. But uh, yeah, they were the same about Jones. <laughs> he stops himself. Yeah, he stops himself. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, Ron Rivera stops Ron Dwayne Rivera. Haskins from running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels bad to be Dwayne Haskins. It does, it really does. Um, we may as well talk about this Washington game then. So, I mean, the Washington, this division would have been wrapped up so easily if yep. Washington just didn't keep throwing games away. Like, they lost this game to the Panthers. They are a better team than the Panthers, I would say. Yeah, but... definitely. I really like JC McKissick and um, mm, yeah, what's the other running back as well? Uh, Gibson. Yeah, I really mm. like them both. They uh, they're really good, and they have some decent wide receivers as well. But yeah, I don't know how they lost to the Panthers. Yeah, I mean Teddy Bridgewater's not. He's just been solid, isn't he? He's been yeah. nothing special. It's nothing like he but... plays well. He he's a good quarterback, but he is just not not special. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. yeah. 
I don't know. This game wasn't particularly exciting. It's just the most noteworthy story coming out of it is the fact that Dwayne Haskins has been yeah. cut. Another kind of Josh Rosen scenario that it was. A, I think Dwayne Haskins was a first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, in the same way, Josh Rosen went. What was it? Fifth, I think, in the twenty seventeen draft. I think he it went was quite fifth, early. Yeah. Fifth pick to the Cardinals. Something. Might, maybe even sooner than that. I can't remember. Um, Dwayne Haskins near it, really not making the cut at Washington. But I mean, there are plenty of uh, plenty of players that are making the cut in the in the early days as in in the NFL and that's Justin Herbert they he got the win for the Chargers against the Broncos Justin Herbert also has now broken the NFL rookie record for touchdown passes 28 passes 28 touchdown passes this season I should say that's um, crazy to be fair to say they're on 6 and 9 and he's just broken that record yeah i mean the thing is with the Chargers is that they've been playing Justin Herbert since like what week 1 week 2 is yeah, they played him yeah. from the get go so because makes sense they, that they lost to Rivers touchdowns. and um mm. you also want to get a young quarterback and he's he's been playing pretty well i think he goes unnoticed just because he's in the Chargers team and the Chargers are 6 and 9 mm-hmm. the free first season the 6 and 9 is not bad at all um, if you look back to Kyler Murray last year he was 3 and 13 in his first season and now look at him um, mm-hmm. so we'll, yeah. we'll have to keep an eye on him we'll have to keep an eye on him yeah i definitely think the Chargers will be better next season i think they've Still got a decent amount of talent there. I mean, Keenan Allen is still having a very quiet season, isn't he? But he's yeah. still putting the numbers up. Mike Williams um, as well. Mm. And um, I can't remember which Bosa brother. Is it Nick Bosa at the Chargers? Um, I think it's Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa uh, at the, ti- uh, the Chargers. I think it's Joey Bosa at the Chargers and Nick Bosa at the 49ers, yeah. I think. Um, I think it's that right. They're both amazing pass rushers and, um, on the Chargers um, offense, or defense, sorry. So it's going to be. It's, he's got a good team around him. He's got a decent team, and he's got um, those two wide receivers that we we talk about. I don't know how many times you need a to, uh, you need a good wide receiver, um, mm-hmm. just so it brings up your confidence and you know you catch it. So we'll we'll have to we'll definitely have to keep an eye on him. Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, sorry to any Chargers or Broncos fans out there, but this fixture really bores me. I mean, this is the second yeah. time this season they've played. <laughs> Obviously, they're in the same division, both vying for that third spot essentially in the AFC West because you've also got the Raiders and Chiefs in that same division but uh, I'm pr- yeah I'm kind of bored about this fixture yeah, I see it, this... wasn't, it wasn't exciting <laughs> no I see this fixture I'm like eh who cares <laughs> yeah. um, but but a game then uh, a fixture that definitely does excite me is, is Patriots Bills I mean I feel bad I, I don't know I kind of feel bad for the Patriots because yeah. they just got destroyed by the Bills they got they absolutely did. destroyed like the Bills are actually on another level this this season. I think they mm-hmm. have to be the second best team at the moment. Yeah. And Josh Allen, I don't know what I don't know what he's taken over the season, <laughs> but he, it must have just been some absolute bomber because him and uh, Stefan Dix, mm. <laughs> that has to be probably the, one of the best trades on this off season. Um, the DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals is a good one, but. Mm-hmm. Digs yeah, yeah, to the Bills. That was what they were missing, obviously. In twelve and three, Josh Allen is, is loving life. You, you're at the Bills. If you're a Bills fan, you're just doing it. Like you're doing it on defense. You're doing it on offense. Well, yeah, no doubt. I mean, Josh Allen has 34 passing touchdowns this season, which is a new Buffalo record as well. So I mean, Buffalo must be so thrilled that they've got Josh yeah. Allen and and, and he's, he's only getting better be. and better. Yeah, exactly. And then um, I saw I saw. Um, a stat and this is from the NFL memes page so I'm not sure how valid it is right but it sounds about right to me yeah. Josh Allen threw more touchdown passes in Gillette Stadium in this fixture i.e. four than Cam Newton has all season two because Cam Newton doesn't throw touchdown passes does he he just runs no. a couple in and he hasn't He, I don't think he's thrown over a 40 yard pass I, d- I doubt he's thrown over a 40 yard pass because a lot of his passes are 20 yards, 10 yards. They just mm. dink dunk from the ball, as uh, O.C. Minura would just say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's um, that's going back a few years. That's what he used to call Alex Smith um, at the Chiefs. He'd say he dink dunk from the ball. And um, <laughs> that's what Cam's doing. He, I don't see him staying at the Patriots very long. He's not, he's I... not the answer they've been looking for. Don't even know if he'll be in the league for very long because he hasn't he hasn't really done much for his career in this in this uh, no, he season, is he? Um, yeah, Cam Newton he was out for a season or two, but he's mm-hmm. just he's he's obviously lost it. And it's a shame to see him go, but I don't. He's lost it. He has lost it. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Bills now on twelve and three. Patriots still stuck on six and nine. And there's a funny video of um, 
it was like a caption this video so I, I didn't actually read the caption so I thought it was pretty funny which is um, a video of Bill Belichick was like on the side on the phone on the sideline yeah, yeah, and then that. just like threw it and smashed on the floor because of how angry he was with this fixture but I mean um, yeah it was because that... um, he had to challenge a, uh, someone told him on the phone to challenge the call and um, he didn't get the call right and uh, I don't think he was happy about that at all. Oh, uh, right, okay. Yeah, I must have missed why, what the reason was for that one. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> um, oh. You've got, what, five, six Super Bowl rings. I think you can call it, you know, you can you can live happy. Yeah, I mean, you can't feel too bad about that. Too bad for the Patriots, can you? I mean, playing no, teams can't. have been that bad or worse for, for much longer. But mm. Patriots' defence last year would have cut that Bills lead in half, but... Mm. They just obviously haven't been doing it at all. Yeah, definitely a fall from grace considering you know, they were Hard their fall. defense was insane last it season. It was. Wasn't it? it was one of the best in the league, and now it's probably mediocre. It's probably in the middle. Uh, yeah. But you, on the flip side, you got the Bills defense is just incredible. You got Packers defense is incredible. You got Saints mm-hmm. defense is incredible. Ravens defense is incredible. Chiefs defense is incredible. Giants <laughs> defense can be incredible. <laughs> oh, that's a push. They can be good. I wouldn't say incredible. <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's two more games then that we got to get through. It's uh, both winners actually scored 37 points as well. So the Bengals took the victory against the Texans in a high-scoring affair, 37-31, and the Cowboys got a 37-17 victory over their divisional rivals, the Eagles. Uh, which one do we talk about first? Uh, let's talk about Texans. Bengals game, um, Deshaun Watson, I, I really do feel sorry for him. Um, he's at a team that's just traded their best offensive player. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Then they're just not doing it at all uh, defensively or offensively. And there was a, a picture of the Bengals quarterback who was Brandon Allen, you said? Brandon Allen, yeah. Um, I don't think we bo- we know him very well. No, we don't. There's but a we picture just of him um, sneaking for the first down. And then um, looking at the camera and just smiling because he got the first down and that would run out of the clock. Yeah. But, um, Deshaun Watson, what what do you do? I don't know. It's difficult because he. I mean, he, he again obviously is a phenomenal quarterback. He got three passing touchdowns um, in this game, so he's not. He's obviously still playing well. I, I don't think. I think David Johnson played a bit better this week as well. Yeah. But I mean, they did, really don't have that number one wide receiver. I mean, they've got Brandon Cooks, they've got Kiki Kuti, but I mean, neither of those are top performing players. Uh, you know, they're not the very best of yeah. the best. So maybe they just get a, a rookie wide receiver in the draft, kind of like a DK Metcalf type, and, and hope that within a season he turns maybe. into one of the best wide receivers in the league. <laughs> I mean, Justin Jefferson is doing that right now for the, for the, yeah, for the Vikings, so it's definitely possible. I'd say it's better than uh, Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb at the moment, just because of the amount of touchdowns mm. he's getting. Yeah. But interesting you say about Brandon Cooks, because he, where's he been? He's been at the Patriots, and then... The Rams. The Rams, that's where he's been. Yeah. And... I just because you've said it, what would you think about a trade that Brandon Cooks the Ravens then? That's not a bad shout, but I also kind of think he still isn't good enough for to an be elite that number one. Wide, yeah, for, considering how good the Ravens are, the fact that the Ravens don't have an elite wide receiver. Yeah, I still don't think Brandon Cooks would fill that hole. I still, I, I think like a, um, a, a Julio Jones or Chris Godwin would fill that hole, but I'm not sure. Tyler Lockett. There. Yeah, potentially. Although I can't actually, see, I, I can't see Tyler Lockett ever leaving no, Seattle. Either. I think he'll retire there. To be honest, I think yeah. there's very much a, a feeling of perhaps not on the defense because we've seen plenty of their defensive players like Richard Sherman mm. leave, for example. But I think on offense, think about how long Russell Wilson's been there, you know, and um, yeah, true. And even like uh, Marshall Lynch, like he came back to Seattle before retiring, you know. Yeah, so it's, I think there's just a good community over in Seattle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, obviously the Bengals got that victory against the Texans, making them uh, four ten and one, but still the bottom of the AFC mm. North. The Cowboys are, you know, back in contention. Weirdly, they are. Uh, uh, I don't know how they are, but they are. Yeah, at the start of the season, um, you wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, and Andy Dalton got three passing touchdowns. Not a bad performance by him. And yeah. Zeke got a lot, a lot of carries this this game. Yeah, Zeke was back in the game, and um, I think that was why they got the win. To be honest. Uh, mm. Uh, what was his name? What's the wide receiver? Amari Cooper. He yeah. had um, he had a good game as well, catching some nice passes. And uh, they've got so many good wide receivers because they've got they Ceedee Lamb, they've got Gallup, and they've got Amari Cooper. And it, it's just a, such a shame that if Dak Prescott hadn't been out, 
And if they'd been like playing Zeke as much as they played him in this game, and Dak Prescott hadn't been out, then they, we could have been potentially seeing uh, perhaps a 10, oh, 10 and six team. You know, um, but even if their defense is one of the worst in the league, which it kind of still is, they their ability to outscore um, just because of the stars on the offense would see mm. them through the line. And and it's, Amari Cooper is one of, if not the best route runner in the league, um, and if he got that secure ball throwing ability like Dak Prescott has and his running ability, then we would have seen a completely different team. I'm sure of it. Yeah, without a doubt. And the Eagles started strong as well. It was fourteen three in the first yeah, quarter, did. but then it was just the Cowboys Cowboys game for the rest of it, wasn't mm. it? Jalen Hurts isn't doing too bad. He, he's he's proven that he's a good quarterback. Um, I wanted to say as well, the they've been taking out some of the old play. Um, players uh, from the Michael Vick era because um, he reminds me a lot of Michael Vick. He's able to run the ball very, mm. very well and um, obviously throw the ball decently as well. But they, uh, I think the Eagles like that kind of running back style, obviously. If they um, they did very well under Michael Vick or with Michael Vick, now they got Jalen Hurts, someone that um, can replicate his um, kind of play style, obviously not to the same level yet. But We'll have to just keep an eye on him again. I think the Eagles team have a better quarterback now, a more consistent quarterback, a young quarterback, mm-hmm. which is the main thing. And if they just give him the chance to kind of feel out um, where he is and just get better with the team, then mm-hmm. we'll see. Alshon yeah. Jeffrey's back. I mean, he was back last week and back this week. And um, he's, he's a good wide receiver that I think can connect with Jen Hurts. So they just need that off-season to kind of prepare or kind of just get back into the flow. Yeah. We might we might see a completely different Philly next season. Yeah, you're very right. But I think that wraps it up for all the scores from the other games, which leads us to our predictions for the week. Now that's a wild card. That oh. is a wild card. You're going to have to justify that. One, I'm going to have to justify that. You're right. It's going to be the package. It's going to be the package. It has to be. There's, it has there's to no be. doubt about it. The Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this one. No, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. No. <laughs> Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, it's time now to let you guys know how Kay and I got on with our predictions for this week. And we picked four games, or you picked four games last week, didn't you, Kay? Um, Four, I mean, top quality games for us to predict and and, and talk about. Uh, Let's jump in with this Raiders-Dolphins game then straight away. Um, Both of us got this one right. We both went Dolphins, didn't we? Yeah, it was a very, very close game. I think this has to be the best, one of my favourite games this week um, mm. just because of how close it came down um, to last, what, five minutes. I think there was mm-hmm. a touchdown on either side, a field kick on either side, mm-hmm. and um, the Dolphins just got that win by one point. Um, I think two have played really, really well. Um, Raiders yeah, didn't play um, badly at all. It's an interesting one for me, I think. Obviously, both these teams were actually extremely evenly matched but mm. what I thought the Dolphins did well was they they made a grown-up call didn't they because yeah, they benched they, they benched Tua and I think there's nothing wrong with that because there's nothing wrong with saying look Tua you're our guy you're going to be our starter going forward mm-hmm. and you're not played badly but right now this game will decide whether or not we get in these playoffs and we need someone yeah. who's been there and been there and done it in these tight games so they brought Fitz Magic in and uh, oh, Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. He steps up and, and he just he gets the Dolphins. I think his first pass was, you know, like halfway down the pitch, yeah, and then there was obviously... blown coverage as well, wasn't it? He got, yeah. Uh, he threw the ball a good thirty yard pass or something, um, in the middle of having his face mask blow, uh, grabbed and turned yeah. on his head completely, and he still managed to find. Um, I can't remember who the wide receiver was. Oh, but I was, can't remember uh, off the top of my head now. No, yeah, yeah, but it was an amazing pass and. Um, it, it was what they needed. It's that pressure that um, Fitzmagic's had for, for 10 years. He's been able mm. to produce amazing results. And it's obviously, it is a very um, grown-up call, wise call on behalf mm-hmm. of the uh, Miami um, coaching staff. Um, and it's not anything against Tua. It's just that mm-hmm. when you need that experience, then that's what it comes down to. Um, it's better to go with your experienced person. Not yeah. there's no you can test out the waters in the um, start of the league, mid league, but when it comes down to the these last couple of games and you're riding on or it, they ride on whether you make it to the playoffs or not, it's best just to go with um, experience. 
Yeah, without a doubt. And I think the Raiders they've had a, kind of have had a bit of a lull this this last mm. last two, three, three, four weeks or so. But I definitely don't think that was the case this week. I thought, you know, I thought they played well. I think Renfro played well. Aglor played well. Josh Jacobs yeah. again is is phenomenal. Anyway, there's no doubt that he was playing well. Um, to Renfro played really well. I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Two very evenly matched sides this yeah. week. But we'll move on quickly, Kay, because we've got quite a lot of things still to get through this episode. Ah, where did the Steelers' performance come from? We were we were slating the Steelers, and I think we've got to give them a bit more respect now. I don't think it was a fluke, because I think this was a bit of a redemption for them. I'm not going to go back and say, you know, they're not going to say they're the third best team in the league. I'm not saying that. But equally, it was not convincing not as bad. for me. It was not convincing for well, me. Well, that's the thing. They started poorly, didn't they? Started but atrociously. They started least. very poorly, but... They came back from 17 points behind, which is Mike Tomlin's biggest ever comeback. Yeah. I thought James Conner played all right, so they've kind of got a running game back a little bit. Yeah, and I that think... was kind of one of the staples that he was back in the game. Well, yeah. he was made his presence known in the game. Go I'm fed it. up, though, because uh, it's the second time now where I've gone against the team that's playing the Steelers and the Steelers beat them 28-24 because I went for the Ravens a couple of weeks back yeah. and they beat the Ravens 28-24. So frustrating. Um yeah, I, the Colts just crumbled in that second half, though. Like, Philip yeah, Rivers, he was throwing all the wrong passes yeah, in the last quarter. Zach Pascal as well, didn't he? He dropped a couple of passes in the end yeah. zone. Um, yeah, but Rivers just... I don't know what happened. Yeah, the Colts kind of just crumbled. But I think the um, Steelers' defence in the second half was a completely different team to the, their first half. I think mm. Steelers' defence played an amazing game. It was actually unreal just the amount of dominance they showed. So it might yeah. not have been that Rivers and um, Pascal were playing bad. It's just that the Steelers' defence, yeah, which they have been known for, which is why they got as far as they did unbeaten, just properly came back out and said, nope, it's not happening yeah. like this. And very unfortunate for for the Colts, isn't it? Because they were almost a sh- not a shoe in, but they were one of the, the stronger sides in the AFC. Yeah. Now it's looking like they're really going to struggle to get into the playoff picture. Which again, we will chat about in a second. But we both went for the the Colts in that one, didn't we? Yeah, we both we got that one wrong. But time for a game where you went one way and I went the other. And I'm sorry to say again that okay, you were right. You went the Seahawks. I went the Rams. It's a close the, game, this though. 29, 20 points to nine. It's closer than it was. It was closer than this matchup was um, when they in previously in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams, they've been on a decline, I think, a little bit ever since we've been saying, "Oh, they're they're decent, they're decent." But they are still <laughs> a very way, good. <laughs> they are still a very good team. Um, to get to nine and six is not bad for a very young side. But I think Russell Wilson played a lot better. Um, mm. He's been playing a lot better than he has um, in the mid season. And then DK Metcalf again. DK Metcalf, you can't, you can't just, you just can't, you can't guard him. You can't do anything. You just, you just can't. It's not fair. You can't have this like, six four man uh, at wide receiver, not even tight end, at wide receiver that can. It's one of the fastest runners in the league. You just can't. You just can't. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. It's really um, just not fair, is it? <laughs> no, uh, the Seahawks. I think the defense played. Okay as well because the uh, Rams offense is pretty is quite strong. Josh Reynolds, Cooper Cup, um, who's their running back as well? Uh, Henderson. It's Henderson, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and he's not been playing bad. He's uh, Cam I Akers is a, their rookie as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yeah, they're not been. It's not a bad off. Uh, yeah, Rams offense, and the, so I think the Steve, uh, Seahawks defense was pretty good again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Is the game the thing for me is that. Russell Wilson was far better than Jared Goff, and mm. there were a shed load of sacks in this game. They were the two takeaways for, for <laughs> me. I mean, um, when obviously when you've got Aaron Donald on one side, uh, yeah. it's, nat- it's natural that's going to happen. But I think the Seahawks' secondary stepped up as well. I think that's one yeah, of the... They've actually got a defence again now. We've known mm. that their offence has been good, but their defence is, is actually playing well. But I think this leads us to the final game of our predictions for the week, for week 16, and that was Packers-Titans. Again, both of us got this one wrong. Mm. The Packers completely outshone the Titans in this Absolutely. game. Absolutely. They made them look, made the Titans look like a 8-8 like eight and eight team. Or they just made, they made them even look... Even worse, yeah. Yeah, maybe they didn't make them look good in, at all, and the Packers have just completely done one, and Aaron Rodgers is loving life, and... Steve, the Devonte Adams played an amazing game as well, the, but the main thing is the Packers' defense. They were able mm. to stop Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, and that's one of the biggest things. And um, they they stopped the run for the most part. Um, 
Tannehill had that um, Russian touchdown, which was a kind of a fluke in terms of how the Packers' defense was playing. But man, the Packers <laughs> forty to fourteen yeah. against some very decent Titans. They, that's that's a amazing. Be, yeah, a force to be reckoned with. I think the Packers now they're proving that their their defense can do it as well because we've known that. You know, they've got Aaron Rodgers, they've got Devontae Adams, they've got Aaron Jones and AJ, Gill- AJ Dillon. Like, we know, we've known that they've got good d- dudes on offense, but their, their defense showed out. They, like you said, they struggled. The Titans struggled to get their playmakers into this game, and that was testament to, to the defense that showed up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so that was. Uh, how many did you get? You got two out of four right this week, I and so, I, yeah. I got one out of four. What but I just. Uh, I got one out of four. <laughs> I just. I think I peaked. A few weeks ago, Kay, I, I reckon that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that now means, Kay, that you are on. You are on thirty-one for fifty, and I'm on twenty-one for fifty. That's oh, not good, is it? It's not really good. not good. Oh, anyway, uh, let's move on to, to week seventeen because I don't really want to reflect on how poorly I'm doing. Uh, instead, I want to be optimistic about the future, and they are the three games that I'm going to pick for us for okay. week 17 the last well no we'll keep predictions of the week yeah, going right. into in i reckon what we could do is we could predict like every playoff game that happens i don't know yeah maybe. that's what i was thinking i was thinking that because there's only going to be six ish and then yeah. it'll go down won't it we may as well just kind of have predictions for the week as yeah. an incorporated whole thing that's coming up yeah, yeah sounds like a plan k sounds like a plan so into Give this year is more fun as well exactly so into this well, final week of oh, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking it'd be weird if you're watching me right now recording the podcast. I podcast. Not <laughs> There's quite a few very saucy matchups in this week mm. 17. Then uh, I'm struggling to pick, but quite a few have got playoff implications. Yeah, that's, that's the amazing thing about this this season as well. Mm. So a lot of them are going to come down to a lot, especially NFC East. So this first one is kind of a spoiler for the playoff picture that's coming up in a bit. But I'm going to go first game is the Browns versus the Steelers because the Browns are fighting for their lives to stay in the playoffs right now. They are, they are. That's a really hard one, especially because of how well the Steelers' defence is played. I think it's going to be a Steelers' defence versus um, mm. the Browns' offence. And the Browns lost this game, didn't they, to the Jets? Mm, to the Jets, yeah. Can you realistically Ooh. go from losing to the Jets to beating the Steelers in a week? If the Steelers played how they were the last two weeks, then yes. But now that the Steelers' defence came back in such a strong form, I think it's going to have to be the Steelers for me. It's not an easy one just because the Browns have been really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Who are you uh, saying? I, I think I'm going to have to agree because I don't think... I think the Steelers have found a little bit of their form again. They played... Yeah. In, they played this week in the, in the second half of that game they played how they've been playing for other games in the season but I mean I'm not sitting very comfortably on it the reason no, the Browns we didn't really talk about it is the reason the Browns lost to the Jets as well is like all of their wide receivers got COVID didn't they yeah that's the thing like I mean um, Odell Beckham was out anyway he's been out for a while but like Jarvis Landry was out and so they pretty much had like their training squad wide receivers yeah. now if they're back in time for this game, then I could potentially say I could potentially see the Steelers. Um, I could potentially see the Browns beating them, but I'm not sure what is the COVID protocol at the minute because they pretty much tested positive like the night or the day of, I think, or the night before. Um, I'm not so, sure. It's it's usually around ten days. Yeah, so. I can't imagine them being back then in time. Um, <laughs> I think anyway. I think the Steelers will will take over this victory. I think. I mean, if the Browns were playing like they had done in previous games, I'd go Browns. But, I mean, I don't think they can find that form out of thin air, you know? No, I, I agree. Um, I think it's, it might be a very close game, um, mm. depending on what the roster of the Browns is like. But the Steelers, if they play how they did this week, I think it's going to be a very, very... It's going to be close, or it's going to be a blowout in, term, in favour of the Steelers. Mm. Tell you what, though. I think we're going to go similar teams for the next few games. Okay. So I'm going to go Browns. Right. I think yeah, the Browns. I don't think you'll be disappointed with it, to be honest. No, I think the Browns could. I think they have the potential to do it, but I think yeah, the other two games. 
they're important games. That's why I think we should predict them. But I do think we're still going to go for the same teams. Yeah. Um, so the next game that I want us to predict is, again, playoff implications, a wildcard implication in this AFC matchup. The Bills against the Dolphins. Ooh. I'm going to go Bills. It's um, got to be, isn't it? It's yeah, it has be. to be the Bills. I think uh, one team in the league can beat the Bills right now, and that's the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I think, as well, if the Chiefs and uh, Bills play next week... It would. I don't. I don't know if I could call that because the Chiefs really did struggle against the Falcons, and I'm not completely sure why. Mm. And the Bills are just they're on another level. It's, yeah. it's not fair when when they play. It's just not fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it has to be the Bills. I really like the, the Dolphins. I think they're one of my favourite teams at the moment. Yeah. Um, and there was a really wise wise decision to bring Fitzpatrick back in, but the Bills. You just you can't be sad when you lose to the Bills when they're playing in such a great form. You can't. Yeah, I agree. I, t- I think a testament to just how good the Bills are. Like, the Dolphins are a quality side, but I think it's a shoo-in that the Bills yep. are going to p- win this one. I, I, you know, we could be proven wrong. I say this every week, and I, I usually am proven, proven wrong. wrong. Yeah, I w- exactly. I would love to be proven wrong. I think it would be fantastic for the Dolphins to, to be in the in these playoffs. Um, okay, we'll both go the Bills on that one then, and probably going to both go the same team again, perhaps, for this one. The Packers-Bears... Who are you saying? <laughs> it has to be the Packers, surely. Yeah, surely. you'd think, wouldn't you? You'd think, considering they just dismantled the Titans. Uh, again, Bears. I mean, we've pretty much <laughs> we've pretty much described the whole playoff picture right now. We don't even <laughs> yeah, know if we need to go into it after. But the Bears in seventh seed, kind of like again. Well, it's going to the final game, so they're they're vying for that final seed in, in the playoffs. Uh, it's got to be the Packers, though. It has to be the Packers. It has to be, especially As how we've, they. You, you just said they dismantled the Titans, one of mm. the best teams in the league. They I just noticed just... that the uh, the jingle for this feature, for uh, for predictions of the week, is you saying it has to be the Packers, it has to be, and <laughs> I, I, let me iterate that, it has to be the Packers. It has to be. It has to be. I remember the jingle as well, at the start of the season, um, you said it's the Cowboys, Cowboys are going to win every other, every other game except for this one. <laughs> Like, I think that's still in the jingle. I'm pretty yeah, sure it is. You have to keep <laughs> yeah. it in. You have to keep it in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it it has to be the Packers. It just yeah, has we'll, to be. We'll both go for the Packers in that way. In that respect, then um, I'm glad that went for the Browns. Then, to be fair, I think the Browns yeah. could beat the Steelers, but I, I kind I of think see it's going to be interesting this week. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Because you'll we'll have a lot well. of um, quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, playing for the playoffs and um, mm. having that pressure that they need to win this game. If they don't, then that's the season over. Yeah, without a doubt. The AFC versus the NFC. Who will make it to the Super Bowl? You're listening to The Playoff Picture with Kay and Morgan on Let's Talk Touchdowns. We may as well move transition seamlessly into this playoff picture then, Kay. As we do so well. <laughs> as we, we're not even trying. We're not even trying. Um, do you want to do the AFC or the NFC? I'll do the AFC if that's all right. Yeah, shoot. What is the AFC playoff picture? Seed one, no, no surprise. It's the Chiefs, fourteen and one. Um, seed two is no surprise. Bills, twelve and three. Seed three now is the Steelers, twelve and three as well. So mm. those two positions could change depending on the outcome of both of those games. Um, seed four is the Titans, ten and five. Seed five is the Dolphins, ten and five. Seed six is the Ravens, ten and five. <laughs> seed seven is the Browns, ten and five. And in the hunt is the Colts, ten and five. So yeah. those the seed four to in the hunt, it could all change within a game. Oh, well, it's going to change yeah. within a game. Yeah, um, I mean, I thought about getting the permutations out, but there's so many different ve- like there's so yeah, different ways that all these teams can get in that it's just not worth it's explaining. It's unbelievably <laughs> close. It'd, it'd be too hard to do that all. Um, so you'd have the Bills playing the Browns. I think the Bills would have it, surely. Mm, yeah, I, I'd say so. Steelers versus the Ravens. Ravens, out of doubt, without a doubt, in my in, without that in my head or my heart, the Ravens are winning that game. Yeah, I think it'd be a, a, like one of the closest games this season. Mm. But I think it would have to be the Ravens. I maybe. think the Ravens would blow them out of the water. You reckon? Yeah, I do. No I really chance, mate. I think no the chance. Ravens are phenomenal now. I think, yeah. Bro. <laughs> no, I, you, yeah. You're getting too high on your horse. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, it's a hypothetical. We'll cross that bridge <laughs> yeah, when true, we come true, to true, it. True. <laughs> and then we got the Titans versus Dolphins. Titans. 
Yeah, it has to be the Titans. Be. I, I think they'd struggle against the Dolphins defense, but it has to be the Titans. Mm. Yeah, I think in terms of who's going to be in the playoff picture, in the actual playoff picture, I think the Ravens are winning against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Dolphins will lose against the Bills. The Browns, I've said, will beat the Steelers. Yeah. The Colts are going to beat the Jags. Mm-hmm. The Titans could lose to the Texans. I don't in a see weird, it. in a weird upset kind of way, and then the Colts beat the Jags, and then the Colts yeah. then go eleven and the five. Titans, and... The Titans are they're hard to call sometimes. We, yeah. We've gotten them wrong quite a few times. So mm. maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyway, onto the NFC uh, playoff <laughs> picture. Um, pretty much cementing the fact that the playoff, the playoff route to the um, to the Super Bowl is going to have to go through Lambeau. Mm-hmm. is the fact that the Packers are now number one seed and I don't think the Saints can be number two seed now. I, I'm pretty sure because if the Saints get a victory and the Packers get a loss, I still think the Packers are ahead of the Saints yeah. on um, on other permutations of, you know, uh, on the fact that they've had like be- more victories in the conference or something like that. Are they, st- um, uh, are they in the same conference? Oh, no, the no, same no. Um, uh, Division, no. Yeah. No, yeah, sorry, they're in the same conference, played, not division. The Saints no. have played um, the Chiefs there, haven't they? So... Yeah, they've had yeah, a harder. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what, um, all the Saints wins, but had a harder yeah. try. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so the Packers in seed one, twelve and three. The Saints in seed two, eleven and four. In seed three is the Seahawks, eleven and four. They've now won their division after mm. beating the Rams. Um, seed four is Washington, six and uh, six and nine. I think that should be. Yeah, I've written six now. and eight, but that should be six and nine. Six and nine, yeah. <laughs> six and nine, and then seed five. The Bucks are finally out of that seed six <laughs> spot that they've been in for about ten weeks. Yeah, it's been um, hard. Up to ten and five, the Rams are seed six, nine and six, and the Bears back in at seed seven, replacing the Cardinals. The Cardinals, Cowboys, and Giants have all still got a chance to make it to the playoffs, as the Cardinals could be the seventh or maybe even sixth seed potentially, um, should they win and, and the Bears and Rams lose. The Cowboys and Giants are still vying for that, you know, the NFC East victory. Um, division victory so it could it could go either way i mean the cowboys and giants are playing each other this week it was another potential game for us to have predicted k um, yeah. but i think we'll leave that for just the pure enjoyment rather than worrying about whether or not we got the prediction <laughs> right um yeah Massive i still kind of think so. yeah exactly i mean the eagles are playing washington this week so it's it's complete divisional yeah. matchup showdown to see who actually wins that division but um should the playoffs uh, end now i'd say should the playoffs start now rather with this playoff picture I'd say the Saints are beating the Bears. I'd say yep. the Seahawks are beating the Rams, and I think yep. the Bucks are beating Washington. <laughs> yep, I mean, it's a very easy win um, yeah. for all the teams in there. Yeah. Uh, would you see the Cardinals pushing out the Bears? Okay, so I guess the Cardinals are playing the Rams, and the and the Bears are playing the Packers. So I mean, we could potentially see the Bears lose to the Packers, like we predicted, and then the Cardinals beating the Rams. Um, yeah, and then the Cardinals would go to nine and seven, and then the Rams would also be at nine and seven. So the mm. Cardinals can possibly go to sixth seed. I'm not sure if they yeah. have enough um, kind of behind them to get there, but then push the Rams down to seventh seed and just different playoff picture because the C- the Seahawks have already played the Cardinals and they struggled, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean that division is so tight, isn't it, with the Seahawks, yeah. Rams, and the Cardinals? Even Forty Niners have kind of caused a few upsets but uh yeah i think that wraps up for the playoff picture so we can move swiftly on to our power rankings before we finish this episode 17 of let's talk touchdowns uh kate do you want to go first or shall i you go first okie dokie so pretty much the same as last week except i've got a different number five seed so i've got chiefs number one bills number two packers number three saints number four i think that's a guarantee like wherever you are in the league right now (laughs) sure like Wherever you are as a, as a spectator in the league right now, surely that is yeah. the top four. I don't think there's any doubt about that one. But for me, I, I had the Titans as, as seed five last week, but this week mm-hmm. I'm going to go the Ravens. Okay, fair. I I have the same top four, um, mm-hmm. but I'd probably bump the Steelers back to number Ooh, five. Fair. I yeah. don't think I think the Ravens are really really good at the moment, but I don't think uh, it's between Ravens and Steelers for number five for me. Mm. It's really close, um, but I th- just because of how strongly the Steelers' defense showed out, mm. and the fact that they were able to get that win over the Card- um, the Colts, I think just based on that, Steelers would have it for me. And um, Ray- uh, Lamar Jackson's been playing um, the back to his level, but mm. I think it's a little too late for me. Um, he's still amazingly, but I would trust uh, Roethlisberger 
especially in um, playoffs over um, Lamar Jackson for now. So yeah, I'm not so sure. Okay, I'm not so sure. I think um, I think it's good that you've got a different power rankings as me because <laughs> last week we had the same one. So I made the graphic on our Instagram at Let's Talk Touchdowns a bit bit dull, um, but kind of interesting, kind of good that we got a different fifth seed. But I think that has to wrap it up. Okay, for episode seventeen, it's it's been it's been a long one. Um, thanks yeah. for listening all this way. If you made it, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us to the end and. Uh, one more episode of the regular season until we kind of make it into the playoffs exciting new territory new territory exactly but thank you very much for joining us for episode 17 we'll see you next week see ya